The next Mishnah continues discussing the prohibition of making an animal work on Shabbos. We know that an animal also has to rest on Shabbos. And so now this Mishnah says, which things with what may an animal not go out? What are things that you're not allowed to put on an animal? That would be considered carrying for an animal and therefore it would be labor and you wouldn't be able to put it on an animal on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, A camel may not go out with a patch on its tail, which the Gemara explains means some kind of piece of cloth that was tied to the tail of a camel uh, for identification. It was like a name tag or something. So that you can't, the camel can't carry on its tail because it's not for the, cam, the camel's sake. And therefore it would be considered that the animal would be carrying. Says the Mishnah further, nor is the animal allowed to go out. The camel not allowed to go out with its forelegs tied together or with its hind legs tied together. Now, this sounds very cruel, and it is very cruel, and of course it's not, we always have to remember when we learn Torah, halacha, it's not saying, same thing when it comes to laws of slaves and stuff, we spoke about this, it's not saying that the Torah is saying you have to do this to animals, Khalila. It's saying that besides the, of course there would be cruel, it's considered cruel to animals, which is why you definitely can't do it on Shabbos. So besides the other problems of being cruel to animals, the Mishnah is also saying that such a thing to do to camels is cruel and you can't do it on Shabbos, it's considered a labor. But the reason that it's done, the reason that people used to do it to tie the camel's forelegs or hind legs together, to chain them together, was to make sure that the animal wouldn't run away. So the Mishnah is saying you can't do that on Shabbos, it's considered that the animal's doing labor on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah further, not just camels, it would be the same with all, all other animals as well. You might be wondering, so why would the Mishnah speak about a camel and then say all other animals? And the previous Mishnah was speaking about a donkey. You'll notice that the Mishnah will all speak about different animals, different times, and there's no real good any explanation. Sometimes the Gemara will talk about when it's very glaring, but very often it does, it's not spoken about. It's just the Mishnah brings different animals as different examples. So it's always important to bear in mind what we've learned many times. That Hasidus explains that, of course, everything has the deeper explanation for everything. And you know that in the Torah, all these animals are written in the Torah as well. And, of course, the angels are referred to as animals. And the animals are like between us and God, we have the animals as sacrifices, and we have the angels as animals. So there's this whole interplay in ruchnis and spirituality between humans and animals and angels of different types of creations and stuff. So, of course, there are deep secrets of the Torah of why every Mishnah p- picks a t- diff- specific animal and it's written down. And there are Kabbalists that will explain it. But even if we don't understand it, but we have that amuna, we have that faith in the words of Chazal. And so let's say for over here, the Mishnah picked a camel and said, then said, v'chein shar kola behemus. Says the Mishnah further. So again, and the next halach is going to be also for other animals as well. One may not tie camels one to another and lead them. In other words, like a caravan to make camels tied one to another and to trail one after the other to lead them one after the other, which is usually the way that camels are led in a caravan. But that's exactly why that's not allowed to be done on Shabbos. Precisely because that's the way that camel dealers, 
people that sell camels and stuff usually walk with their camels, it looks like kimalichin lashuk. It looks like you're walking the animals, the camels to the marketplace. And therefore, even if you happen not to be, but it's maris ayin, we've learned many times that you can't do something that even looks that one's doing a prohibition. And therefore, it would be considered if you'd be walking them in such a way, the camels, as if it looks like you're taking them to the marketplace, so you can't walk them like that. Rather, if you have a lot of camels and you want to walk them on Shabbos, so what do you have to do? It says the Mishnah of you could put all the ropes into your hand, the tethers of all the ropes, the, the heads of all the ropes you could put into your hand and lead them. That's how you could lead the camels. It might, it might be a little uh, not as orderly, but you have, that's how you have to do it on Shabbos. You put all the different tethers of the ropes in your hands and you could lead them. And then the Mishnah says, Provided he does not wind, meaning not to wind the ropes around one around the other in your hand. That you could hold all the ropes, but you can't wind them one around the other in your hand. And the Gemara asks the obvious question, why not? And to explain that here it's not, this last halacha is not talking about the laws of Shabbos, but the laws of shatnas. <clears throat> we know there's a prohibition of shatnas, of wearing wool and linen together. You're not allowed to wear any garments that are wool and linen together. It's, a, it's important if you buy wool clothing to get it checked for shatnas, especially suits, etc., linen. So... The Gemara explains that this last Allah is talking about that if you have different ropes, some of the ropes are wool and some of the ropes are linen, then you can't wrap them around your hand because then it's like Shatan is wearing, even though it's obviously not one garment, but you're not allowed to even mix them together in such a way of wrapping them around your hand together. So this last Allah is speaking about the prohibition of Shatanas.